Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Gerilyn Power. I believe now more than ever, women are being called to freedom. The scales have fallen from our eyes and we are coming back home to our power. Love is guiding our choices and the days of hiding are over. This podcast and our community will inspire you to see just how powerful you really are. I'll be sharing my tips to help you move through fears, take congruent action, and become limitless in your earning and your impact. Chasing success and fulfillment can leave us tired and stressed about our future and our finances. A loophole of wondering why things just can't seem to work themselves out. It is possible to break free of archaic beliefs about how we're here to live, parent, lead, and earn. There is a foundation that freedom lies on, and it's called grace. And for women especially, it's time that we allow her to really take the lead. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I just wanted to pop on before we get started with my guest today and give you a little introduction to her. And also I wanted to let you know that the next three episodes of the show are going to be devoted to topics on leadership, money mindset, network marketing success, leadership success. You don't have to be in network marketing to gain value from the next three episodes, but network marketing is a big part of what I do. And I know a lot of the people who follow me, you either work with me in doTERRA or you're maybe in another network marketing company. And so, you know, you enjoy when I speak about topics in relation to business growth, wealth mindset, things like that. So I wanted to just be really clear about that. But my guest today, her name's Jennifer Bittner. I'll intro her in a second. She's going to be talking about some of the principles, the basic wealth and mindset principles in one of the most world-renowned success books, Think and Grow Rich. And the principles in this book are not just for people in business or network marketing. It's for anybody who has a goal or anybody who has a desire. It could be a health goal. Okay, so even though the next three shows, the intention is definitely to reach people within the network marketing space, especially at the start of a new year, it really doesn't matter what you do, or what career path you're on, this will help you if you're looking to really tap into what it is that you desire. You wanna get back into some of the foundational success principles. You wanna learn about them and you wanna apply them to any area of your life, really. So that's what's coming up on the show. Let me just give a quick introduction to Jen. So my friend, Jen Bittner, who I'm interviewing today, she has a really interesting background. She actually spent 10 years as a general manager in the fitness industry and she was climbing that corporate ladder quite quickly. She had many different sales records. She was gaining many different accolades for her success, but she was also starting to suffer with a severe anxiety and panic disorder. And this kind of, you know, pushed her into that surrender state that many of us find ourselves in where we go, okay, <laughs> it's time to make a change. And so she left that executive position 
started her own wellness business with doTERRA. That's how her and I came to know each other. She's a diamond leader in doTERRA. And she also started a planner company. So she has a great business called the Doe Planner. She started that from scratch with a partner of hers, and it now operates internationally. She also has studied within the Think and Grow Rich Institute in Canada. So she's trained under that model. The, again, internationally acclaimed book, Think and Grow Rich, has been around for years and years and years. There's been many great master teachers of this book. It was one of the initial books that I got my hands on and I read about seven, eight years ago now. The first the first model that I read was harder to understand. There's an updated model now, but I will never forget reading this book. It was a defining moment in my life. I applied much of what the book said and it has helped me build the, built, uh, the residual income that I have today and the business that I have today. So I knew I wanted to get a Think and Grow Rich coach on the show. And so she's here. And I love what Jen had to share on this episode. It's super juicy. And uh, that's it. So tune in, get present, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, friend. Hello. How are you? Uh, I am so excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. We were just chatting a little bit off the record. And um, I was asking you what you're most passionate about and lit up right now. And um, I had to tell you, okay, stop, 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 because we have to get this. (laughs) We have to get this on the record. So what I wanted to chat with you about today, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. I know you're super busy um, and I love you so much. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is your love of thinking grow rich and the principles around infinite intelligence. I know you use that lingo a lot. I want to break that down. Um, and how this, these foundational mindset teachings, which, which has been around forever, and you can tell us a little bit about that, can help women specifically, because it's mostly women who listen uh, to the show, but this can help anybody though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I want to talk about how it can help people in growing their businesses because I read the book Think and Grow Rich years ago. It was on my nightstand for a long time. One of my first mentors said, you got to read this. And um, there were a lot of principles that I applied. It can be meaty though. And some of the language I feel like today, I don't know if you felt this when you first started studying it, parts of it I had to kind of pause and go back and go, okay, wh- like what? 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 And so I feel like talking with (laughs) someone who has really studied and mastered the material and can put it into today's language is super helpful. So take us through a little bit about you and your background in studying Think and Grow Rich. I know you have like a master Think and Grow Rich mentor. um, And yeah, just give us a little bit of an introduction to it. And um, let's start there. What is it? What is it? How does it help people? Sure. So first off, the good news is there's actually a 21st edition of Think and Grow Rich. So it is written in our language. So the book itself was published in 1937. And so if you read the original 
the, the original transcript of it, it is written in the you know, 1937. So the language is, can be a little bit, you know, you kind of have to get your mind around. It's almost like watching Downtown Abbey, right? Um, so you, you kind of have to get your mind around that language too. So there is an updated version of the book, which is in our our modern day language and uses modern day examples. So like Oprah and um, oh. Robbins. And so brings in today's, you know, people that we would know and uses similar sort of um, parables and whatnot that we can kind of relate to. But the actual book, Thinking Grow Rich, um, it was, it was Napo written by Napoleon Hill. And so he had actually done sort of like an intern with Andrew Carnegie. And Andrew Carnegie, um, he owned U.S. Steel. It was, you know, he had this huge empire. He was the richest man in, in America. And he kind of gave uh, Napoleon this task that he was going to, you know, he wasn't going to um, pay Napoleon Hill, but he was going to send him um, to the 500 richest men in the United States. He was going to connect them. And he sent Napoleon on this mission to study these men over a period of 20 years. And over those 20 years, he was to find out what made these men so successful. And so Napoleon went on to interview and, and, and follow and study the, the richest men in America and find out what do they do. And these are men like Henry Ford, Thomas Edison. He worked with presidents of the United States. Like he was, you know, just embodied in, in the mindset and the skill set and the principles that these individuals carried with them. And he created The Law of Success, which was his first book. And then from The Law of Success created Think and Grow Rich, which was 13 principles. So he kind of narrowed it down a little bit. And Think and Grow Rich is now, you know, it's, they've sold over 125 million copies. It's in all these different languages. And anyone that we even know of today, like Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor, and, you know, these individuals studied Think and Grow Rich and mm -hmm. have used these principles as part of their own success. And so the actual book, yes, it launched in 1937, but we've been studying these principles for, you know, almost 100 years now. And the same principles apply to today. And it's basically, you know, saying that anyone who reads this book cover to cover and applies the principles within it are pretty much guaranteed success. And I do want to be very clear that when we say think and grow rich, people automatically hear the word rich and think that this is a get rich quick scheme, right? Like, oh, read this book and all of a sudden you're going to be a millionaire. And that's not it at all. When we say the word rich, we're talking wealth in a lot of different aspects. We're talking about spiritual wealth, physical wealth, mental wealth, abundance, yes, financial wealth too, but it's who you become in the process. Because this is not a book where you can just read the book and all of a sudden you know everything and you can go and make a million dollars. You have to study these principles so that they are to the depth of your core. They are who you are. You become the principles. So I actually had never heard of this book. And I was at a course last year. I was taking the, um, the course, the Elite Speakers Academy. I wanted to become a, a professional speaker. You know, uh, my background, you know, in network marketing and um, my whole story is, it, you know, surrounded mental health and having dealt with a severe anxiety and panic disorder for over 10 years of my life while still, you know, being top in my career, top, you know, in, in management and whatnot. I was really living these two identities. And when I kind of busted through all of that, 
I wanted to, to get on stages and I wanted to be able to use my voice. It's, it's something, um, you know, that I love, love, love to do. I love to kind of be in that limelight and share my story. And uh, not a lot of people are like that, but I'm one of those people that, you know, I do love, I actually love to do that. That's where I get fueled the most. And so I went to this course and the president of the Think and Grow Rich Institute, Satish Verma, got on stage and he taught one, it was like 20 minutes he was up there teaching a little bit about Think and Grow Rich. It was this teeny little segment and I was covered head to toe in goosebumps. And obviously, Gerilyn, is you being someone that teaches, you know, through and through intuition and listening to that internal compass, I knew those goosebumps meant that this was for me. This was mm -hmm. for me. And this is something I had been waiting for. Um, I had launched a business in 2012 called My Mind Fitness. And Mind Fitness to me was all about a holistic approach to a fit and healthy mind. It was all about exercising your mind's potential. And at that point, I had no idea what I was going to teach people, but I knew I wanted to do this. And um, so I just kind of got my coaching certification and my neuro-linguistic programming, which is all about the language of the mind. And I kind of didn't do anything with it. I didn't feel like it was strong enough. And so when I was at this course and I saw Satish speak, even for that 20 minutes, I knew that this was the next step for me. And I literally got out of my seat, credit card in hand. I went over to the back table while everyone was still sitting, listening to the presentation. And I... You know, I went back and I signed up for this instructor's course and I, I didn't, I didn't even care how much it was. I didn't care what I had to do. I just knew that this was the next step. And I then, you know, over the course of an entire year, I spent over 120 hours in, in course, in class, live class with Satish, learning from the president of the Thinking Grow Rich Institute. Um, getting my certification and, and, and going through all the course material. I read the book front to back many times, read it to my daughter at night before bed. You know, mm -hmm. I, I record, I voice noted all my highlighted notes from the book. And then on top of that, wrote out the voice notes, you know, on, on a plane trip to Mexico. I just remember sitting there writing out all my voice notes. And I, I literally had to study this material because I knew at that point I had yet to become the person who had paid the price to learn these principles inside and out. But once I did, I will tell you that everything changed. Mm -hmm. That was my long-winded answer. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's great. because I, I think it's really important, you know, to let people know who you are and, and how you've studied this. And um, like you said, I wrote down something you said, become the principles. I think... Mm -hmm in our fast paced world today and social media and so many things you and I have been talking about this coming at us, it can be super overwhelming for especially people starting out on a more spiritual path or a leadership path or whatnot. And, um, it's beautiful to have this reminder that, um, we need to take the time to become the principles we have to, I'm just going to, um, turn my video off. We're chatting on a Zoom call right here. I just want to make sure our connection stays stable. But okay, so let's um, talk about some of the principles. Obviously, on a podcast episode, we can't go through everything. But if you had to pick like one or two of your favorite principles, and, and maybe, you know, some of the, the principles that you feel like are very much needed in our time today um what give us a little like give us a little juice on one or two of the the big think and grow rich 
principles. Okay. So the, in the actual course that, that Satish does with us, we actually cover six of the principles, six of the 13. And, and I okay. won't go through all of them today. Cause I mean, I normally that's a, um, you know, like 27 hours worth of, of course. I so probably can't cover it all today, although I could probably sit here and talk for 27 hours about it. Um, so in the, some of the most important ones for me, and also depending, you know, where our listeners are coming in from, you know, if they're in the network marketing space, these are extremely applicable, um, you know, and, but no matter what space that we're in, if we are a business owner, if we're a mom, if we're, you know, if we're, it, it just, there's, it, there's so many aspects to life where, you know, these apply. And so the ones that to me, you know, kind of stick out if I were to sort of summarize this. Um, first off, it is so imperative that no matter what we do, we always start with a, a burning desire for something. We have to have a goal. We have to have something that lights us up, that truly lights us up, that when we, when we wake up in the morning and, you know, I remember having worked corporate, I was a general manager in the fitness industry for 11 years. I worked 60 hour weeks. I you know, I was exhausted every night I came home. I was exhausted in the morning. I would slap that alarm so many times before I actually had to roll myself out of bed. So groggy, so tired. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to go through another day of this because I'm so tired. And right now when I wake up, I literally am awake and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So I know what we're doing today. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say I'm the most chipper person. You could probably see me in the morning and I, I, I look like a truck hippie, but that's just, I'm not usually a morning person, but I wake up with intent. I wake up with purpose and I wake up and I'm like, okay, yeah, today. Oh yeah. I know what we're doing today. Oh yeah. I have a podcast with Gerilyn this morning, you know, and, and things that, you know, you just have this purpose about you and having a burning desire, the way that I look at it and being, you know, in, with a background in mental health and whatnot, for me, anyone who has lost their way in life, um, you know, if there's no, I mean, yes, sure. There's chemical imbalances that can also, you know, pull into play with mental health, but there's also a large portion of the population that experiences things like depression and anxiety and whatnot because they have lost their purpose. They have lost connection with the, the, the reason that they are here. And mm -hmm. so having a definite major purpose is what we call it in Thinking Grow Rich, which is DMP. We call it your DMP, right? Your definite major purpose. This is where you know with certainty what you are here for and where you are going. And the thing is, is that sometimes we set that goal and in three years from now, all of a sudden you're like, I remember when all I thought I wanted was this and now look at where I am and it expands and it evolves. So don't get too caught up in thinking I have to know exactly what I want to do, but it has to be what you want right now. It has to be where you think you're going right now. It has to be that definite major purpose for you right now, because when you get super emotionalized with that goal and you become so obsessed with it, positively obsessed with it, mm -hmm. so there's a difference between being obsessed and being fanatic. Being fanatic is very egotistical. It's very, it, it, it violates the rights of other people. Being fanatic is- Oh, like um, manipulative. Yeah. And like, just you're obsessed about something yeah. so bad, but it's like not a good obsession. It's not it's healthy. A, it's not a healthy obsession. Mm -hmm. That's like, fanatic. I've experienced that and it's yucky. Well, like with other people, I mean, like, it's like, mm -hmm. whoa, hold on a second. I like right? that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like think about some, you know, and my sister's a hardcore vegan. Okay. But she's not 
overly fanatic, but you get like I've seen and I'm plant-based as well. So it's not yes. that I'm calling out or judging overall vegans, but you know, sometimes you see that like my sister owns veggie fest and sometimes I'll go to, you know, her, the event and it's this massive event brings out like 5,000 people and you'll see some very fanatic vegans mm -hmm. there that are like yelling at people who may have, have a little bit of leather on their jacket or something. And they're mm. yelling at them. And these people are like, I'm just trying to, I'm a meat eater coming here to try to like turn plant-based and now I'm being yelled at, you know, so there's right. some people that are very fanatic about their obsession and that's not healthy because it mm -hmm. violates the rights of other people. Mm. Being, having a positive burning obsession, like an obsessional desire for your goal mm -hmm. is, is, is a good thing, right? Yeah. This is something where we actually feel connected to a purpose and we wake up every day and we write out our statement of desire and statement of desire is something you'll learn when you read Think and Grow Rich. Um, you write out your statement of desire. You talk about the services that you're willing to render. You're talking about what you're will the, the price you're willing to pay to get to that goal. And it's not a financial. Can price. you, can I pause you for a sec? Sure. Can you give an example of a statement of desire? Like let's use, so I had a, I had a burning obsessive desire for sure to mm -hmm. hit the top rank in a network marketing company at, right? Which I did right. last year. I was like, I'm doing this. I, yeah. and I was super committed to that for six, seven years that I was in the industry and I still am. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So let's use that as an example. If somebody Perfect. has that goal, what would a statement be? So it would look like this by July 31st, 2020, I will have in my possession the rank of blue diamond and have sold 10,000 dough planners. This will come to me in various amounts of time, uh, various amounts from time to time during the interim in return for this rank, I will give the most efficient service of which I am capable, rendering the fullest possible quantity and the best possible quality of service in the form of a mentor in my network marketing company, the founder of my dough planner company, and an event speaker and author. I believe that I will have this rank in my possession. My faith is so strong that I can now see this rank before my eyes. I can touch it with my hands. It is now awaiting to be transferred me at the right time in the proportion that I deliver the service I intend to render in return for it. I am awaiting a plan to which accumulate this rank and I will follow that plan when it is received. So this so is yours. actually, this is mine because this is exactly what I had, how I took it from, from the book. Oh, you're giving me flashbacks because okay, like eight, <laughs> nine years ago when I first started, uh, well, when I left my government job, most people on the show heard my story. I'm an ex-police officer. And I, again, I did what we're told to do growing up, blah, blah, blah. I was miserable, anxious, everything you described did not have a, what did you call it? Definitive purpose. Definite major purpose. Definite major purpose. Didn't have that. So yeah. Um, started off teaching yoga and then I thought I just got to monetize this a little bit better. Was introduced to different um, uh, business entities, chose network marketing. We both do doTERRA essential oils. And my first business mentor who had studied through Can Go Rich, she said, she said, okay, get this book and read it and do the exercise in it that speak to you. And I said, okay, nobody taught me any of this, Jen. Like I didn't go to a seminar. I didn't, nothing. I literally had one person say, just read the book and do some of the exercises. And I picked up like, I think the 1930s version, like you're saying, it was super mm -hmm. overwhelming for me, but I thought, screw it. I'm just going to do this. And that was one of the exercises I did. I remember it. I remember it. One of the chapters saying, write out a statement with respect to what it is you desire and what you're going to something about like, again, I'm not an expert on this, but something about what you're going to give in return for that. And I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know if what I was writing was right. I just listened to the instructions in the book 
And I wrote it out. And I remember having it taped onto my bedside mm-hmm. table for years. I think I just took it off because I hit all those goals. So I'm kind of in a place of like, okay, what's next? Um, just creating space for that. But I had it taped and it looked so ugly. I remember my house cleaner being like, what is this? My husband just <laughs> laughing at me. But it's so funny because, you know, my husband um, said to me recently, like, you've hit every single thing that you wrote out on those weird pieces of paper stuck to the bedside table. And I'm like, well, I just did what Think and Grow Rich told me to do. <laughs> and oftentimes we have no idea why we're doing it or what right. we're doing it for, but it does just by doing it is, is actually, it's creating that connection with your subconscious mind. And that is yes. what, that's the whole purpose behind us. Because when we have this burning desire and we read this statement, we are creating this auto suggestion where we, to the point where at the beginning we're reading it, we're going, can I still do, oh my gosh, really? Can I do this? And oh, should I do this? And you have to remind yourself, but eventually it becomes an auto suggestion where, you know, it it actually is just ingrained in your subconscious mind to the point where it's so emotionalized. So a Mm -hmm. little tip here that the more emotion you have, when you're doing it. So if you can attach an emotion like love and leaving a legacy and like, you know, and you can see these visualizations while you're reading it, the emotion is basically like moving yourself from, I'm going to get on a bicycle and I'm going to ride this statement of desire into my subconscious mind to like the more emotions you have. It's like basically, you know, getting into now a car, then getting into a Ferrari and the more emotions, the faster vehicle is going to go from, I'm reading this and now it's being literally drilled into my subconscious mind. And when we as humans, we are so lucky because man is the only species in the entire world that has the ability to completely change their environment based on their thoughts alone. No other species in this world can change their environment based on their thoughts other than Mm -hmm. man. So we are very lucky that we can change every single circumstance in, in the snap of a finger Mm -hmm. just by changing our thoughts. And it's because with this emotion, when it gets drilled into our subconscious mind, we start to connect with infinite intelligence and infinite intelligence, you know, we're not thinking we're rich doesn't make anything religious. So, you know, you may call it God or the mm-hmm. universe or the higher power or your higher self or Holy spirit or infinite intelligence. And when you get something so ingrained in your subconscious mind, you start to connect with infinite intelligence and then infinite intelligence will then start to present you with the people, places, things, experiences that are all in alignment with that goal. And then the plan that you are walking out, because it's very, very important key thing here is that you have to have a plan and you have to take action on your plan. So when I write out my statement of desire, I'm saying this is exactly what I'm willing to give in return for Mm -hmm. this rank Mm -hmm. is I am willing to do this, 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 and then you start doing it. If you sit back and you don't actually do the things you said you were going to do to render that rank, you will never hit it. Yeah, good but luck if you with start, that. Exactly, right? <laughs> because one of, you know, one of the things we learn in Thinking Grow Rich is um, we learn about paying the price and that you can't mm-hmm. get something for nothing. You have to pay the price. And all too often we see right now, people are sitting, you know, they're sitting back, they're trying to like, "Mm, I'm going to (laughs) manifest this and it's going to happen. And, you know, no, you got to go do, you got to go do the work. So this isn't a book Mm -hmm. that you just read from front to back and it happens. This is a book that you read, you apply, you read, you apply, you read, you apply. I can't skip a chapter. 
you can't skip a step. It's all done in order. It all, um, it's like com the compression, right? Of that, like, um, the, I'm trying to think of the word. It starts with the C. It's not compression, but I, I can't think of it right now. Anyways, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a compound, right? It's a compound. Yes, effect, yes, yes, right? yeah. You have to do it in order and one thing kind of feeds off the other. So when you start to connect with infinite intelligence, the way you got there was you started with a goal, you put into action the plan you have. Then when you have drilled this goal into your subconscious mind, you now open the doors to that free and flowing connection with infinite intelligence. And then infinite intelligence, I got you, girl. I hear you loud and clear. You've been doing the work. You have now connected with me. I'm now open mm -hmm. to hearing you and you're, you're doing the thing. So here, I'm going to put the next step in your mm -hmm. path. Then all of a sudden, the next day, you know, you get a phone call or you get an email or there's a sponsored ad on your Facebook or you get a, you get a nudge, you get an intuitive hit. You're in the shower, you get this download. Mm -hmm. And the most important part here is what we call applied faith. And applied faith is where you had the faith originally that this goal was going to happen. You had the faith, which is why you've drilled it into your subconscious mind. You've created this auto suggestion. You've connected with infinite intelligence because you had faith. Applied faith is when infinite intelligence now gives you the next step in the, in the way of like your sixth sense, your hunch, your intuition, uh, the downloads. And the most important key here is in applied faith is that you act on it immediately. You don't question it. You don't send it back up to infinite intelligence. You don't, you know, you don't say, ah, yeah, maybe later. Like you act on it. And when you act on it, you will see that that was given to you from infinite intelligence and that the next step opens up and you get closer and closer and closer to your goal. And that is really the loop. That is the loop of taking you from the goal to how you drill it into the subconscious mind to now connecting with those higher powers and connecting with infinite intelligence, applying what the hunches that they give you, the hunches infinite intelligence gives you. And then you'll see as you, as you now achieve your goal and Geraldine, you just said it perfectly, right? Like I, I hit my goals now though. I've, I've hit those things. That's exactly what happens. Now yeah. your definite major purpose evolves. Right? Totally. Now and that's, and I'm in that next stage of evolution. I'm like, Ooh, what's next? This is exciting. I'm just kind of like sitting with what my next burning desire is going to be. It's a beautiful place. Right. Um, I'm also having babies and stuff right now. So <laughs> I'm kind of in a different space, but this is why I wanted to interview people who could speak about this for people who are maybe a little bit more in that. Um, I don't know. I don't like to use the word beginner, but really it is like when you're mm -hmm. just learning some of these concepts, right? Okay, I want to tell a quick story on infinite intelligence because it makes me so excited. And I think it lands what you're saying. And then I want to go back to the desire um, and getting emotionalized with it because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about, actually, let's do that first. I'm sitting here thinking about someone who's listening who is sitting in a corporate job and feeling unfulfilled or somebody who is going, okay, I kind of get this, but what does that really mean? Because I remember for myself, uh, when I was in my government job and feeling awful and this and that, I kind of understood these ideas, but the whole part about having a burning desire, okay, got it. Um, you know, like for me, it was, I just wanted to step into the, the person I felt I was really here to be. I was tired of being anxious. I knew I wanted to be a mother one day and I knew I wanted to be making a lot more money than I was. Like that was my initial, um, kind of. It, it was it was still a little bit fuzzy, but I think just even 
opening yourself up a little bit and getting clear on like, what do you, what do you really want? Cause nobody teaches us that growing up. So I had this initial kind of burning desire, but this idea of bringing emotion into it, I was like, what? And then somebody introduced me to, uh, well, yoga for one, like a practice like yoga and having a teacher to help me get into my body and really feel into what I wanted because we're so focused on what we don't want, which is why we get so negative and toxic. Um, so yoga was really great, but if somebody's not into yoga or meditation or if you don't have that teacher, you know, another tool that helped me was this video that someone shared with me on YouTube and you can just search it. I'll put it in the show notes. It's Bob Proctor's abundance meditation. And it's, he has studied, like you said, he's a master think and grow rich teacher himself. And, um, I am super picky about the types of meditations and visualizations and things like that, that I do. And I did that one every day for 30 days when I first started this process, because what he does in that meditation is he, he gets you calm and quiet and in your body. Even if you've never done anything like this, you don't have to be some yogi, meditator, master, business person, nothing. Um, it's so powerful though. And so I would lay in my bed or lay in the bath or whatever. And he would talk about like visualizing what you want. And you would, you would feel there's this music playing and you would feel that burning desire in you start to kick in. And then I, you know, he takes you through this process of expanding your mind because at that time I didn't even know how to think bigger about what I wanted. I was like, I kind of know. And so anyways, um, he gets you into clarity around what, you, what your soul desires. Because when I hear you talking about God or infinite intelligence, to me, desire is, is God as well. It's like opening into that, that floodgate of um, wisdom and that soul purpose that's within us. But so many people, they don't even know how because we haven't been shown this, right? So this meditation for me was like, okay, here's how to open up into what you really want. And here's how to also bring emotion into it which like you say, it creates this beautiful foundation through which you can then open up to that plan or receive guidance or whatnot. So I'll link up that meditation in the show notes, but do you have any other tips or other workshops that you do or somebody else is doing? Um, like if, if people are sitting here going like, how do I do that? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. So in terms of like, how do they do the meditation or how do they- or no, How they- do they like really- um, get clear on what they desire because like you're saying that is step one of the foundational steps Mm -hmm. and then and then bring emotion into it like I needed Mm -hmm. that Bob Proctor meditation I if I was just to listen to this I'd you know and I know other people I have I get messages all the time from people who follow me ex-cops in my field or people in corporate people here and um they maybe haven't had like the workshops that you've had or the experiences Mm -hmm. I've had in the yoga community so I'm just wondering is there yeah, well, you know what? I just ask these simple questions. And yeah. even even at the weekend uh, workshops that we've done for Think and Grow Rich, I actually ran the very first ever NetPro Think and Grow Rich. So we called it NetPro TGR, which was Network Marketing Professionals Think and Grow Rich. And it was that was my dream. So when I first started Think and Grow Rich, I was like, I need to bring this to the network marketing you know, profession. I need to bring this to network marketing <laughs> professionals because this is a we're in a very unique business model. Like we're in business mm-hmm. for ourselves. It's easy to quit. It's easy to sign up and it's easy to quit and it's easy to whatever. If you don't have it the right is mindset, so right? easy. It is the easiest thing to quit. And you know what? Yes. 
that's the thing with network marketing. This is why I, I, it's like, I have a love hate relationship with it too, because it's so fun. It's like, it's hard in the sense that, um, it's so easy for people to quit because this business challenges you to truly align with the work that you're talking about today. It's like, are you going to open up on that soul level? Mm -hmm. Are you going to do the work? Are you going to quit? And I had, I, I also, when I started, I had, um, my first mentor was so lovely. She told me, read, think you were rich. And she also gave me a CD series. This was like the two tools she gave me. And the CD series was a recording from a woman who had created a multi-million dollar business in network marketing. She was trained by Tony Robbins himself. She was one of his top teachers at, at many of his workshops. So she was very grounded in the principles that you say today. And so it was about a six or seven CD series. And on all of them, she taught all different principles, but on all of the CDs, you know what she kept saying over and over again? She kept saying, it's going to be really easy to ring the bell. Like you can ring the bell today or you can keep going with what I'm saying. It's mm -hmm. going to be really easy to ring the bell. Or, and, and I'm so glad we're having this conversation too because we're both at a time in, um, I feel like, the network, the network marketing journey where um, I know you and I have also talked about this. Companies go through like highs and lows. And so if, if you... Um, like any business too, but for some reason in network marketing, people take it like, um, they, they just, they allow it to ruffle their feathers. Let's say that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be willing to brave the storm. You have to be willing to brave the storm. And so mm -hmm. it's like, are you going to ring the bell or like, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. So, um, and that kind of goes back to the whole paying the price. Are you yes. willing to pay the price to get yes. what you want? Cause the price is not always going to be easy and like rewarding and there's going to be times when you have to so that's why when you're sitting with somebody and they have no idea what they want and like you were saying you know what do you do for that person that just has no idea like they're sitting mm -hmm. in that corporate job or maybe they had kids really young and never really found their purpose like all they really know is they kind of came out of college and all of a sudden became a mom and they've never found themselves right and, um, you know, I always ask the questions and, and I've seen this in those weekend courses that we've had people who are so green to this, like so new, so super new. And I'll watch Satish just say, well, what do you want? Mm. And they just sit there and I don't know if anyone's ever asked them that question before. Right. And you so know, you think it can be as easy as that? Like you don't need a it's meditation. It's as easy as that. You, you just, okay. someone, even if you give those four questions to your spouse and have them drill you. What do you want? And then you'll be like, well, I want da, 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 da. Okay. Why do you want that? Well, because da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> so why don't you have that yet? Well, I don't have that yet because of X, Y, Z. And sometimes they have to be like, so is that really what you want? Okay. No, what I really want is, so there's sort of like the surface level, what I want. And then there is the, and you kind of almost can go through those questions for an hour straight. And then, so it's, what do you want? Why do you want that? Why don't you have it yet? And what qualities do you have to get that? And then I always like to ask a, ask a question like, what is the price you need to pay to get it? And are you willing mm. to pay that price? Are you willing? That is the question. Yeah. So it's something that doesn't, you don't need an entire weekend just to figure out that first step. And I'm actually doing a retreat right now uh, with one of my business partners. And uh, she's a women's empowerment coach and a sensuality coach. And uh, we're doing a, a, an event called the Confident Women on, on Purpose. And we're just taking eight women through this eight-week coaching 
you know, series and then doing an entire retreat. We rented out a mansion and it's, you know, being vegan catered and all of this. And we, we are taking these women through this journey of their true purpose and bringing and starting from those foundational like levels. And yes, we're, we've both been trained through thinking grow rich. And uh, so th- although that's a part of it, you know, we, there's, there's ways that you can, of course, you know, find things or, re- you know, events or courses or books or meditations that, that sort of use this as the foundation, but the foundation is very simple. The mm-hmm. foundation is very, very simple. And then of course you can, you know, elevate on top of that, but the foundation is very simple and it's just right. even asking yourself those, those questions. And the biggest one that I find with people is, are you willing to pay the price? Right. Because I've sat down with some of, you know, my own leaders in network marketing and I've, you know, I've sort of sat down with them and, and said, okay, what is it, you know, it's been, you know, maybe a couple of years and they're still in the same spot. They haven't moved, they haven't advanced. And, uh, you know, and I'll just say, well, what do you want? Well, I, you know, I want to be diamond. Okay. Well, why do you want that? Mm. Well, because I want the freedom for X, Y, Z. Well, what will that get you? You know, and, and just asking those little questions. Okay. So why don't you have that yet? because I really haven't put all that much time into it, I guess. Like, you know, I'm really not doing it. I'm really, okay. So then do you really want to hit diamond? Because with diamond, mm. what would be the price you would need to pay for that? And That's then, so a it's a powerful like, question. Right? Because you're now going, okay, well, you either need to change your actions yeah. or change your goal because these things are not aligning right now. <laughs> That's a really beautiful example for how to coach someone in network marketing and how to set boundaries because mm. over the years I've had to, um, yeah, have some. I haven't worded it like that. I'm totally going to take that example. That's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. but it's so easy, right? It takes you so right out of easy. it. <laughs> yeah, because if they come back with, I mean, I, I remember a few years ago, people saying to me, two, three years ago, people saying, you know, I'd love some of your time or I'd love to hop on the phone. And, and I, okay, sure. And then I would give them tips or ideas or examples and it was just going nowhere. And I, um, I guess I did do a little bit of what you, you just suggested that method. I remember saying, well, what, what do you want? What do you want? Because you're asking me for my time and my value and my opinions. And yet what you're saying you're willing to do right now is not matching up with what you want. So I can't help you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes story. it's about making people realize that they, they almost, they have to make that decision to adjust the goal or the outcome, mm-hmm. right? right. Like, sorry, their goal or their actions. Um, because again, like the, the, the greatest thing that I've learned through this whole process is about paying the price. It's about, you know, I'll, I'll, people will sometimes even say, oh my gosh, Jen, but you work, you hustled at the beginning. Cause I work nowhere near the amount of hours now that I did when I first launched my business, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. four and a half years in, you know, I've hit a rank that has allowed me that freedom and I'm still building my business. I will continue to build my business always but you know that's what the power of residual income is that you and network marketing and but you pay you have to pay the price you have this to pay the, the price it's like yeah. i hear you too because here's the thing i've hit the top rank in our network marketing company too and i don't i don't work the same that i did the first five six years but let me freaking tell you every single thing and i say this all the time that i like i love that word infinite intelligence told me to do I did it. I'm not kidding you. Everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I'm like, listen, I worked my tail off for this. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm now at a place where I know 
I'm going to have this beautiful residual income for life. And so yeah. sometimes it's interesting when I think sometimes people see those of us who have paid the price and where, you know, like I'm going off to frolic on the beach in Mexico for a whole month with my family in, in February. And sometimes I even feel fears come up around that. Like, Oh, what if, what if people on my network marketing team see that and they think that I'm just putting my feet up and like trying to manifest and they think that's what they're here to do. But that's why I wanted to have conversations with people like you about this. This is the type of information I'm going to be flooding into my, um, work and my team groups over the coming years and just being really clear about this is if you want that, you have to pay the price. And it's so interesting because looking back, when I look back in the moment at times it felt hard, but the hard was really just my own resistance. Mm -hmm. And it's the growing pains, right? Like it's if you the growing are literally, pains. in order for you to become the, whatever you set as that goal. So say, you know, I set the goal as blue diamond in mm -hmm. order for me to become a blue diamond, I have got to give up the former version of myself because you have, that, to. You have to sacrifice that person because yeah. they are not the same person that's going to get you to that goal. So I've, I've worked with, you know, I've worked with individuals who, you know, they're still at the same place, but they still refuse to do the work. They refuse. No, I am not. I am. I do not like self-development. I do not like going to events. I am not a XYZ person. No, I hate scripts. And it's like, okay, then you have to be okay staying here because mm -hmm. in order for you to become the person who is not only capable and, and committed to becoming this, but you, you have to, there's, there's a level of not worthiness, but you have, you just have to pay the price. There's no other way of saying it. Like you just, yeah. you have to sacrifice your old you. And I mean, mm -hmm. again, I could talk about thinking grow rich for hours and explain where all of this comes from. And some of the biggest aha moments that, that individuals have when they actually come and take this course is they actually have these, these downloads that, you know, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is not my fault. This is the way that I am. It's just, it's not my fault because we teach where this actually stems from, where your beliefs and your patterns and the way that you do things and the way that you think and the way that you behave, when we teach you where that actually comes from, there is this overwhelming sense of release, acceptance, and then choice for transformation. Mm -hmm. And it is very, it's a very powerful thing to experience. People leave that never being the same person again, because their eyes have been just peeled back to the, the infinite possibilities that, that their life holds now that mm -hmm. they realize that they thought, Oh, well, this is just who I am. This is the way that I am. This is the way that I'll always be. It's like, no, that's the way that you were molded by your social heredity, which was your family and the media and your teachers and your religion mm -hmm. when you were little. And that social heredity is why you are who you are. But mm -hmm. that social heredity wasn't your choice, but now it is. So yeah. you can either choose to stay in that space or you can choose to transform. And that choice is up to you. And that's where the power, the power comes in. And sometimes people can't handle that power. Sometimes people can't, they're like, you know what? This is way too intense for me. This, this, the opportunity of infinite possibilities is so outside of my comfort zone that mm -hmm. I would rather stay small or right. some people like to stay small because they they feel that that's all that they're worth because there's fears surrounding it, right? There's, there's a lot of fears that surround this space. So it is, it's not for the faint of heart. Doing this mm -mm. type of work is for someone who is the 
I want to change things and I want to change it now. And this is, this is no longer the life I'm willing to lead because I know I am meant for more and I know that I deserve more and, and I am willing to do the work to get there. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. So, good. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Just one or two more questions and we'll finish up. How do, you, how do you feel infinite intelligence working in your life right now? Can you give us an example? Because I just find storytelling is really powerful and it, you know, it can help other people reflect on like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm very, very connected to the hunches and the nudges and the downloads. And I, you know... Um, Oh, I'm just like trying to think of one example. I mean, even just this Think and Grow Rich example, like how I ended up here was pure infinite intelligence. Like that yeah. download, when, he, when Satish was speaking and I was covered in head to toe goosebumps, that was my download. And I acted fast. When I say I acted immediately, I was literally out of my seat with my credit card at the registration table to the point where Armin had to say, you guys can register after. Go grab your seat. <laughs> so girl, girl in the pink, you can go sit down. And I was like, no, like I, I was literally like pushed. Like the, the, I was being, my whole body was just moved to go sign up for this. Mm-hmm. And um, another example, I was on a high level mastermind, uh, in a high level mastermind group. It was our very first Zoom call. We were on the call. There was nine of us. Uh, there was one girl who had her video off the entire time. and I just saw her name in, in the bottom. I just saw her, her name in the, in like on her, on her zoom kind of video corner, even though there was no video on, we all had spoke and shared what our goals were. And she spoke and shared her goals. Never met her before. Never heard of her before. I looked at her name. I looked her up on Facebook. I didn't even creep her. I didn't even find out what she did. I didn't even look at pictures, nothing. I just literally found her name, friend request and sent her a message. And I sent her a voice note. And I said, I was just on this, uh, you know, this mastermind call with you and I heard you speak and I instantly got a, a download and a message that I needed to reach out to you and I wanted to know if you want to be accountability partners. Don't know why I got this message. I know we've never met before, but I thought it would be awesome. And she's like, hey, yeah, absolutely, for sure. And we ended up starting to talk. I was really helping her with her business and you know, some of the things that she was getting off the ground. And it wasn't until probably like two or three weeks later that I actually found out what she did. And when I found out what she did, I was like, now I understand why we got connected. And Mm -hmm. her and I speak every day now. She has now joined my doTERRA business. She, we are doing, she's the one I'm doing the retreat with. We have become so close, so fast. And that was all infinite intelligence. That was all an intuitive hit that I got that I acted on immediately. I didn't waste time. I didn't think about it. Um, and, and part of thinking grow rich as well is about making decisions fast, right? Indecision mm-hmm. is a seed of, you know, failure in a lot of people, right? They think on things too long. They wait too long to make a decision and making, being decisive and being certain and, and just doing it and then figuring it out. This is part of the process. So, okay. Can I, I just see, pause you there you know, for a sec? Because yeah, I think what you're talking about with decision is and building that in that um, that oh, that muscle of following and trusting infinite intelligence is everything right now because we live in a world of distraction mm-hmm. and and so the scrolling the this the this the this and so people are confused and this is how you 
in my opinion, this is how you build that relationship with infinite intelligence and you start to pick up speed and momentum towards your burning desires is you got to act quickly, quickly, mm-hmm. quickly. And people are not acting quickly enough right now. And so they're confusing themselves. Um, yeah, it, it's so interesting the times that we're in. Would you agree with me on that? Absolutely. And we also have to discern what is for us and what isn't for us. Because mm-hmm. let me be very clear, acting quickly and acting on every hunch, it, I, and I should have said this from the beginning because I could, have, I could have led a lot of people astray. So I'm very glad you brought this up. You have to, have to, have to. Here is the key word. So I hope everyone that's been listening to this podcast has listened all the way to this part too. Um, the download and the hunches you get, you, they have to match against your goal. So for example, I get a ridiculous amount of ideas, a ridiculous yeah, amount of ideas, ridiculous. right? Like insane amount. I actually have a book that says on the cover, <laughs> ridiculously good ideas. And I keep my ideas in the book because I will get an idea that I'm like, oh, this will be a Shark Tank deal for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am going to invent a thing that goes on a car seat that holds the baby's head. Like, I will come up with ideas left, right, and center. Here's the thing. When you are this open to infinite intelligence, you pick things up in the ether. So we call it. Oh, that's ether. my life all day, yeah, every day. It's right? like pew, pew, day. pew, pew. I'm like, yeah. can you, I, I posted this funny meme the other day about like, just being funny, just saying like, Spirit guides, or and again, another word is infinite intelligence. Can you come back at noon? Because sometimes at eight AM, I'm like, "Damn, hold on a second. I need, yeah. to, have, I need to have a tea." Because really, yeah. when you're when you're that open, ideas can pour in all the time. So all the time, and there's actually somebody else's, and you yep. need to almost take that idea and say, "Ooh, that was a good one." Sending that back out into yes. the ether, right? Yes. Someone else is gonna pick that baby up, and it's gonna yes. be good. Yeah. And I even remember, you know, the, um, Satish telling the story where he had years and years ago, before GPS was ever invented, he said he said to his family, "They really need to get away with these maps. We need to have something on the dashboard of a car that is." The, that is almost like a computer that tells you where you need to go and you put in the address. And, uh, and he said, you know, years later they came out with GPS and he's like, how have I acted on that idea? But it was in the ether. Someone picked Mm -hmm. it up. So you do have to be, you very much have to discern what is for you and what was in the ether that you picked up. That was actually somebody else's signal. Think about Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi travels through waves in the air, right? It Mm -hmm. travels without wires, without a connection. So we are picking stuff up all the time. So you have to discern, was that, is is the download part of my definite major purpose or not? And that is something I got myself caught up in a lot of times is that I'd get a download and I would act on it. And now this is something taking up my time, my energy, my resources, my, my money. And it was not part of my definite major purpose. And so I've got you know, 25% of the time that I have to pour into my definite major purpose is being taken up by an idea and something I'm walking out that is not even furthering my goal, but it's because I thought it was a, a brilliant idea and I thought that I had to act on it because it was a download. And so what I've learned is that every download quickly um, measure it up against your goal and to say, is this going to help me get to the goal? Yes. 
done. This was, this was for me. Is this, mm. does this have nothing to do with my goal? Like if this has something to do with like opening a restaurant or creating something <laughs> for dogs or whatever, I'm like, whoa, that's a good one. Throwing that back out into the ether. Someone's going to pick that baby up. That was a good one. That, that one wasn't for me though. Mm-hmm. I actually took it out of the air cause I'm so open. Mm-hmm. I, I connected with that. And so you know, sometimes that's why we do, like I, I teach future time stamping with the dough planner. You know, I say, if you've got this really amazing idea or project, but your plate is already full, you future time stamp it. So you put it in your agenda for six weeks from now, you're going to revisit that because you're already like, you, you know that that wasn't exactly the next step, but maybe it has something to do with it and you revisit it. But you'll know the downloads that are really part of your next plan. And those mm-hmm. you have to be very decisive, act on immediately. Because it like hits your whole that. body. I find that yes. the, the ideas that come in for me that are aligned with my um, greater purpose, like you say, it's like, it, it, it almost makes you just stop in your tracks. It's like your whole body, my whole body kind of goes, hmm, it's like this inner hum. It's hard to, de- to describe it, but it's like your whole body is like, Okay, if you're paying attention, and this is why I teach part of my big teachings for women is especially today is we need to be present and we need to be in our bodies. Like we, yeah. we, we need to be paying attention because it's, they're all right there. Like you're saying, the infinite intelligence doesn't ever stop. It's like a living, breathing energy that's within all of us. It's in the ethers. It's everywhere. And all of the ideas that are waiting to drop in and support you towards what it is that you really want they're right there. They're right there. We just have to claim what we want, open ourselves up is like, get ready because it's coming in. And I'll just share this quick story um, to finish up on that. The month that our, our network marketing team hit presidential diamond. Um, it's so interesting because I had that goal. It was like a, a huge goal that was on the statement of what I wanted. Like we talked about today. And um, two women on my team actually came to me. They came to me and this was a sign for me of infinite intelligence speaking. These two women came to me and said, Hey, I want to do this, this month in my business. They wanted to hit a certain um, rank. And if you're familiar in network marketing, everything kind of has to line up to hit certain rank goals. It's basically in the sales kind of category, if you're not familiar with the model. And so a few of the women, um, on my team said, this is my goal. And I kind of went, oh, this is interesting. And my whole body got that humming sensation of like, whoa, because if they hit that goal that they, that they desired, then that means I would hit my goal. And so in that moment, in that moment, I did exactly what you said. I made a firm decision. Well, I actually checked in with them. I said, is this what you want? You have a burning desire for this this month, because if so, we're about to make a decision together. And they were like, yep. And I said, okay, we are doing this this month, like decision made. And so that whole month, Jen, I mean, I I could cry talking about this because when you make a decision and you start to feel the power of that infinite intelligence go to work, it is magic. Because what started to happen was the downloads came in. Okay, go do this, follow up with this person, do this, do this. It was like nonstop. I gave myself the mornings to have my breakfast and have my lunch and this and that. But, and then after that, into the afternoon and evening hours, it was nonstop downloads on what to do. And I, and I tell this story because I know many people listening are in network marketing. Um, and then towards the end of the month, this is where 
I think people come up against some challenges with trust. I think, does Think and Grow Rich talk about like trust and faith? Yes. Okay. So faith is one of the principles. Yep. Okay. So because you make the decision and then you got to have the faith, right? You so have the faith. Yeah. there were like two days left in our sales month and our goal, even we had, we had the burning desire, we made the decision and the goal was looking a little far out. And this is where I think leadership comes in because my team started to come to me with a doubt. And I said, no, we decided this is what we're doing. And so I would kind of help tap them back in. And then I said, what are you being guided to do right now in this moment? And they would either tell me or I would feel it as the leader. I would feel it drop in. And I was like, this is what we need to go do. And we just kept doing and doing and doing all the things that were aligned and all the things we were told to do from that beautiful energy. And we ended up hitting the sales goal uh, on the very last day of the month at like two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> like the last possible minute, the last possible minute. But if it wasn't for, I, I couldn't, I can't even tell you how many times I could have given up on myself. And at this point, so I find in network marketing too, at first it's about, um, or if you really want to be a leader in the world today, which is a big part of this show is first you have to do it. Everybody wants to attract these amazing clients or team members if, since we're talking a lot about network marketing. And I'm sitting here going, hold on a second. First, you got to have the desire. Mm -hmm. You got to welcome in a de decisions around that. You have to walk out what it is that you want, like some sort of a core foundational goal. Then you will be gifted. Mm -hmm. What makes you think infinite intelligence is going to send you all these gifts and people to help connect to that place if you can't even do it, right? Exactly. So it's like you do it first, then you will be gifted with the opportunity to guide other people through that. And that's leadership. Mm -hmm. That's leadership, right? So that's um, actually one of the, the way that Think and Grow Rich, um, the way Satish has it set up, even people who go through the instructor's course do not get to teach the material to anyone until they have fully integrated yes. these principles themselves. This is and you like, shouldn't be able to. No, you should, that's like, this is not like, like yeah, yeah you get the dessert without eating the broccoli or whatever yeah. analogy you want to live. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. You cannot teach other people something you have not nope. been able to implement and, and something that hasn't already changed your own life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is not like going to school and it's like, okay, yeah, well, I studied to become a teacher and now I'm just going to go teach history lessons. It's like, no, this is, you are, your people's lives are in your hands with this kind of information. And yes, you know, you, it's a privilege teach to it. teach it this. Is. Yes. Very and we much should, so. Yeah. It's a, it's a privilege to, um, oh my gosh, just be, just be a leader and a teacher today in this work. And, um, yeah. Yeah, let I me mean, let's finish with that. It's like that that beautiful energy wants you to step into that role as teacher leader who you know who you're here to be in that realm because we need that. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. We need and that. I, I think I just want to finish with one last yeah. So it's important to understand that if we don't have it yet, if if people are sitting here saying, you know, I don't get these downloads though. I don't get these mm. I don't get these ideas. You know, you guys are talking about you getting these ideas left right and center. The only thing that, that, that might be stopping us from, you know, what our goal is and getting it. Yes, we talked about, are you in action, right? Because so we could ask those questions, you know, well, are you in action? Are you doing the things? But the only other thing that I always notice would be holding somebody back from, from getting those downloads and from being able to make those steps is, is the fear. And, you know, and again, we could go on a whole different show on fears alone, but just understand that while the fears are present, 
you, I always give the analogy that when you have fears present, you are handing over your faith. You, I, and I, I kind of, kind of give the analogy of the devil. This isn't something Think and Grow Rich does, but I think it's a good visualization for people. Mm-hmm, it really makes mm-hmm. it very, very clear that I almost want you to picture this devil standing in front of you, the red devil with the pitchfork mm-hmm, and everything, mm-hmm. right? And that devil is, is you're looking the devil in the eye saying, I would like to take that fear of judgment that I feel that others have on me. I'm going to take the fear of criticism, the fear of poverty, the fear of ill health, the fear of old age, the you know, fear of losing someone I love, the fear of death. I'm going to take that from your hands, oh devil. And in exchange for that fear, I'm going to give you my faith. I'm going to give mm. you the faith in my goals, the faith in my belief in myself. I'm going to hand over to you the faith that I can achieve that. Because it's important to understand that faith and fear cannot coexist. You can only choose one at a time. So whenever mm-hmm. there's fear, riddling fear present in your life, you are not holding on to your faith. So mm-hmm. you've had to exchange, you are paying the price. You are paying the price for fear. Every time that you are riddled by that fear, you have paid the price and the price you paid was your faith. Mm-hmm. So you just have to visualize that, you know, if you're not- Oh, like makes me mad. I want to give it back to the devil. Right. Like, here you exactly. go. <laughs> like that, that ain't mad. Like you literally need to go, uh, no, thank you. Here, take your fear back. Give me my faith and hold that close to your heart. Because next time you hand that back, like it might be harder and harder and harder to negotiate. Mm-hmm. So just always remember, you know, getting that connection to infinite intelligence and having that open, it takes work, but it takes faith. Keeping your faith, Right? As I say, keep the faith, keep your faith, keep it in your hands. Do not exchange that for fear. Mm -hmm. And if you can keep that faith and you can drive that goal into your subconscious mind, use those emotions and drive that into your subconscious mind and and give yourself that auto suggestion by saying your statement of desire every single day, you will connect to infinite intelligence. It is the law. It is Mm -hmm. the law. It is a universal law. law. It will happen. You just have to follow the steps. So I just wanted to, I wanted to wrap up my part on that note. <laughs> it's law and we're proof of that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jen. This was so great. I feel like this just rooted me back in those principles as well because it's been a long time since I've um, studied them and grounded myself in them. And uh, I'm pumped if, if, if anyone, for anyone listening, if, if um, you are in the network marketing space, I feel like we went there a lot today. I feel like this would be a great episode to send to someone on your team. If they're really on that cusp of greatness, it's, I do that a lot with my team. Like I'm already thinking of four or five women who I'm going to send this to and say, Hey, I know you have big goals for this year. Take a listen to this because it's, Mm -hmm. it's good and it's important. And um, so thank you. And I, and I just honor you for being that student first. And now again, I, I wanted to have you on the show because I, I can see you owning that role now of teacher and it's hot and it's beautiful and it's so needed. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.